Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, November 20th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Families with loved ones in nursing homes are battling coronavirus and isolation. Long-term care facilities have limited the number of visitors to protect residents from the virus. I understand why it's happening, but I am in shock that it's still going on. I feel like all these years and the last seven months have just been so depressing for him. In a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis tells us about families who say the virus affects the health and mental well-being of their loved ones in nursing homes. Governor Mike Parson is issuing a warning to Missouri residents. Hospital capacity is becoming a serious problem. He's not imposing a statewide mask mandate, but will send new guidance to counties to slow the spread of coronavirus. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports. Missouri is averaging more than 5,000 cases per day. Dr. Randall Williams, the director of the state's public health department, says that's the worst it's been since the start of the pandemic. At this very moment in time, your risk of getting the COVID-19 is the highest it's been because of community transmission and cold weather and to some extent COVID fatigue. Parson says there were more cases in the month of October than the entire eight months prior. And in the first half of November, there have been more cases than the month of October. Again, Parson says it's personal responsibility, not the government mandates that will help stop the spread. He says he'll leave it up to local officials to implement mask mandates, but is stressing the importance of them. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. A mask mandate is now in effect in Franklin County. Officials say more than 800 residents have tested positive over the last 10 days. Violators could be fined up to $15. That jumps to $100 for businesses. Tighter restrictions take effect today in Illinois. They include the closing of museums, theaters, and casinos. Capacity at many stores is now limited to 25%. It's 50% at groceries and pharmacies. Those restrictions are prompting the Illinois High School Association to halt winter sports, but says it will revisit that issue next month. Daily hospital admissions of coronavirus patients are at an all-time high in St. Louis, yet some local health systems are holding off on canceling elective procedures. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports canceling those surgeries would be devastating to the finances of hospitals during the pandemic. In the spring, all four of the region's health systems canceled elective procedures to make room for coronavirus patients and preserve protective equipment for hospital workers. BJC Mercy, SSM Health, and St. Luke's then announced they were furloughing or laying off workers. Elective procedures are a major source of revenue for hospitals. St. Luke's Hospital Surgery Chief Dr. Michael Boland says late in the year is when many people schedule procedures after they've met their insurance deductibles. You need revenue to pay for the supplies that you need to take care of these patients. Boland says they also need to make sure they can keep workers on the payroll at such a crucial time. However, hospital officials say if admissions continue to increase, they'll have no choice but to cancel certain surgeries. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. In other news, St. Louis County may get its first charter school next year, but several local leaders say it would hinder efforts to turn around the Normandy School District. The leadership school is slated to open as an independent public elementary if approved by the state school board. Beverly Hills Mayor Brian Jackson is among the elected officials opposing the new school 
out of concerns it could take resources away from Normandy students. And we say to anyone who wants to come into our community to help in that fight, we welcome you. But we have to say to you, not without us. Charter schools are mostly limited by law to St. Louis and Kansas City. They can open in districts that are not accredited. Normandy lost its state accreditation in 2012 and was given provisional status in 2017. It's difficult for families to visit loved ones in nursing homes during the pandemic. Although officials have lifted some restrictions, those visits are still hard to arrange, especially as the weather gets colder. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports. Diana Morrison used to visit her father every day. He had a stroke about 20 years ago and has lived at Bethesda Southgate Assisted Living Facility in St. Louis County for almost three years. She often watched TV with him, sometimes took him to mass, and went to ice cream shops with him. Sometimes her daughter Katie would also tag along. Katie says the visits reminded her of her childhood. I um, would visit him probably every Sunday, um, go up there for like 30 minutes and just kind of sit there, show him photos of things I've been up to and watching whatever he had on the TV and he'd make her watch so, football. Yeah. <laughs> and they were simple things, but families across the St. Louis region had to stop doing them in March after many people in nursing homes tested positive for the coronavirus. The Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services instituted visitor restrictions earlier this year. Diana Morrison says she's frustrated that people across the St. Louis region aren't taking the virus seriously and wearing masks. She says the carelessness has left the most vulnerable residents facing two crises, the coronavirus and loneliness. I understand why it's happening, but I, I am in shock that it's still going on. I feel like all these years and the last seven months have just been so depressing for, for him. An October survey by the nonprofit Altrum Institute found that only 5% of nursing home residents had visitors three or more times per week. Before the pandemic, more than half did. In June, state health officials said nursing homes could again allow visitors to see family members. But loved ones had to stay outside and follow social distancing guidelines. That was a huge relief for University City resident Mark Schoen. Earlier this year, his father was moved from an independent living facility on Del Mar after the isolation left him depressed and sad. First it was okay, but after two or three months, uh, I think uh, uh, things, the, the solitary nature of it all started getting to people, and him especially, that I noticed, and uh, started to lose interest in uh, getting up and eating and doing the normal things people would do. But Sean and others worry about what will happen during colder months when they can't visit outdoors. I also have to wonder about the weather. You know, it's winter. That's Katie Flasher. In 2018, she and her brother admitted their grandparents to Merrimack Bluffs in St. Louis County after both were diagnosed with dementia. Flasher says she's visited them over the summer, but she's not sure what's going to happen in the coming months. You know, how much longer will I get these visits? Yes, I'm grateful that they're willing to do these Skype calls. But again, when you have two older people who can barely hear, um, it's not super productive. That's something nursing homes across the country are trying to figure out. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has warned that the coronavirus spreads more indoors. Cheryl Kinney is a counselor who primarily works with older adults and people admitted into elderly care homes. Her father has Alzheimer's disease and also lives at Merrimack Bluffs. Her own situation inspired her to want to help other residents. She often goes to nursing homes to speak with residents who are having a rough time. 
You try to um, work with the person's strengths and how have they coped in the past when they've encountered challenging times, and you try to use that as a resource to help them through the challenge that they're going through now. Many families say caregivers help them use Zoom or FaceTime to talk to their adult children and grandchildren. And while some say it's not the same as seeing them in person, it is better than nothing. Dana Morrison wonders how her father and others in nursing homes will make it through the holiday season when they can't celebrate with their families. She's been able to see her dad during patio visits, but she knows other residents have had few visitors. So she's trying to help the best she can. My sister that passed away was a card maker. I have gobs of cards. So I recently colored a bunch of postcards. I wrote a bunch of Halloween cards, took it to the nursing home and told the activity staff to hand it out to people that don't get mail. It's just one way Morrison tries to bring a sense of normalcy during a very abnormal year. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.